This episode of the Klaus to the Heart podcast has been rated PG-14. Some language and dialogue may not be suitable for members of the family under 14 years of age. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Klaus to the Heart, Klaus to the Heart, Klaus to the Heart podcast. I'm Jason Klaus. I have opinions. Some people may agree with them. Some people may not. Life does not have to be overly complicated. Some of it is as simple as not being a butthole. This is probably going to get me fired up. You don't have to agree with me. That's perfectly fine. But there are people who do. There is a silver lining to just about anything that comes your way in life. We just have to look for it. This is the Klaus to the Heart podcast. Podcast. This is the Klaus to the Heart podcast. Powered by Anchor.fm. And with that, we welcome you to... Klaus to the Heart podcast here on Anchor.fm. I'm Jason Klaus. As you can tell, we've been playing around with some of the gimmicks that are uh, available now that I've had some time to actually explore the program. Um, little, little new additions to the show to kind of spice it up a little bit. Uh, but <laughs> make no mistake about it, this episode is not going to be lacking any spice. In fact, um, I'm I'm pretty fired up today, and um, I, I know what I'm going to talk about here is not going to resonate with everybody who may be listening. I understand that. Um, you are entitled to your opinion, as I am entitled to mine. I mean, I just did a whole episode on it. Uh, it's in the archives. You can check it out. It's episode 12, I believe. Um but man, oh man, I, I'm here to tell you, <laughs> uh, you know, and I hate, I hate keep going back to the coronavirus pandemic, but my goodness gracious, it, it is, it is all over the place. You cannot escape from it. It's on social media, it's on the news, it's on the radio. I mean, every single person's talk about it, and justifiably so. Because there is still a contingency of the population, especially here in the state of Michigan, who do not take this thing seriously. And it's just, man, it is mind-boggling the levels of ignorance and arrogance that some people put on full display, um, especially when there are television and news cameras pointing in their direction. Um, Look, facts are facts. And for anybody that is not taking this virus seriously, because you may not know somebody who has who has come in contact with it, or you may not have been affected by the passing of a loved one because of it. Um, there are still people who do not take this seriously, and and it's incredibly frustrating and it's infuriating because they are they are telling 
the rest of us who do take this thing seriously that essentially your life and mine just do not matter because it may be an inconvenience for that individual. As I'm recording this on on Thursday, April 30th, um, there is a protest going on at the Capitol building in Lansing, Michigan. There are people who are shoulder to shoulder, not wearing masks, not wearing gloves, with no regard whatsoever for their well-being as well as other people's well-being. And I don't understand why. What point are you trying to make? What rights are you really fighting for? My rights are being violated. So I'm going to go storm the Capitol building. I'm going to storm the governor's personal residence. I'm going to make a stand. What in the hell are you making a stand for? What is so important that you are putting potentially thousands of people at risk for infection, for a a grave illness, and in the worst case scenario, untimely passings. People do not understand that the more that they are doing these protests, the longer the stay-at-home order is going to be in effect. Because you can't argue with the numbers. The numbers tell us that social distancing and the stay-at-home orders has made a significant impact on trying to curb the spread of this virus. This virus is killing people. And it's not just old people. It blows my mind when you read things on social media where these people's frame of mind are. They don't take it seriously. They think it's just it's it's just killing old people. That is not true. That is not true. Yes, older c- citizens are at higher risk. Yes. F- fact. But there are people from all walks of life, all age demographics that are succumbing to this thing. I heard of a five-year-old who died from coronavirus. The kid's parents were both on the front lines of this thing. Essential employees. They brought that shit home. That kid got sick and wound up losing their life for it. If that doesn't put things in perspective, if that doesn't make you start to take this thing seriously, I question who you are fundamentally as a person. Now, my personal experience, I have not been one that has been at the stores for the most, I mean, aside from less than a handful of times. But the other day, I found myself having to go to the store, and I will say that 85% of the people that were in the store had masks on of some sort, some sort of covering over their faces, whether it be a medical mask or some homemade gimmick. 
they had something covering their nose and their mouths in an effort to try to curb this thing. The rest of the people in there that did not, I just, I found myself just staring at them, wondering, how can you be so ignorant? How can you be so arrogant that you can't, I mean, if you don't give a shit about your own, you know, personal being, that's, that's you, man, that I, that's on you. But when you don't care enough about the people that are having to be in the store at the same time that, that you are, that tells me that you have no regard for common decency to the other people in your surrounding area. That makes you a butthole. And I've heard, I've, I've seen the comments. I've read the posts. It's an inconvenience. I can't, I don't feel comfortable. I look, <laughs> this is the one that killed me. I, I look like a geek. You know, I think I would, um, in, you know, for me personally, I think I would just assume uh, look and feel like a geek for the amount of time that I'm in a store instead of um, looking a, a whole lot worse because I got sick with the virus and it wound up costing me my life. How do you think you're going to look then? I guarantee you people, your loved ones, your friends, your family would much prefer to see you look like a geek with a mask on because you're going to the store versus uh, taking your chances and not only putting yourself at risk, but everybody else around you. That's arrogance. That that tells me that um, you you don't value the well-being of humans, essentially. I mean, that's, that's just what it is. It's absolutely ignorant. Now, look, I understand people want to get back to work. People need to get back to work. Look, I get it. I understand. But that doesn't, that doesn't give you the right, essentially, to put yourself on this pedestal that you think that you are some sort of Superman and this thing is, is immune and you have zero chance of, of contacting it. At this point, there is no evidence one way or the other. People need to stop and think about others other than just themselves and how they're being inconvenienced. Some of these people are marching on, on, on the Capitol and they have no shit and idea why they're there. They're just there because they want to be a part of some sort of movement that they think is going to change the world. You're not changing the world. We need to get back to work. And I, again, we all do. We all do. But it's got to be done safely, people. It's got to be done intelligently. We can't just flip a switch and, and open the doors and have mass hysteria as people go back to whatever job that, that they're going to all in one shot. Because what's going to happen is it's going to create a second wave of this virus. 
And it could be even more catastrophic than what it already is. It's my opinion that if you share the philosophy that this virus has been a, a media-blown flu, super flu, you are wrong. The numbers tell you it is wrong. The data tells you it is wrong. I am floored by what I have seen and heard reported in the media. I am floored by seeing what is being posted and and on social media and all these people who who take to that forum because you know that's what it's there for but they they shame they condemn they they poke fun they they belittle people who are taking this thing seriously oh you're 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 just a sheep how many times have you seen that you're just a sheep because you're believing what what the media is telling you no i'm believing what's being reported because you've got doctors you've got nurses you've got people on the front lines who are telling trying to tell the world what they're dealing with and yeah i know people who have succumbed to this it is sad it is so sad Thousands and thousands and thousands of people across the nation have died from coronavirus. Those are thousands upon thousands upon thousands of families who are in mourning over the loss of a loved one. Further down that line, there are families who have lost significant people in their lives from elements other than the coronavirus that we cannot get together with our friends, with our family to mourn the passing of a loved one because of the shelter at home, the stay at home ordinance that's, that, that, that keeps being extended partially because people keep protesting the damn capital. You're putting so many people at risk. Why can you not see this? This will pass. It will. But the you know, the sooner that we get everybody on one page and and realize that the social distancing and and everything else that's been put in order is actually combating this virus and the spread of it. I find myself finding it very difficult to have any amount of respect for any individual that is going into public establishments, the stores, the pharmacies, the businesses that have been deemed essential without some sort of attempt to not spread this virus. You may be asymptomatic. You may have the shit and you don't even know it. But you're risking putting those those people in, in in jeopardy. What if one of somebody somebody that you cared about 
What if they got sick because some asshole d- decided he didn't want to wear a mask to, to, to the Walmart? That's how it happens. It's undisputable. It's undisputable. Nothing anybody is going to tell me that, that adopts the opposite side of the coin is going to change my mind about that. It's not. And it's just, man, oh man, the, 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 the arrogance and the ignorance, fundamental ignorance is off the damn charts with this. There's a lot of good that is starting to emerge from this pandemic as far as people going above and beyond to try to help other people which is extremely heartwarming. But unfortunately, it's still the negative news that is being, um, you know, that's that's dominating the headlines. Because that's just kind of, that's just where we are with this thing. Now, we can start seeing this bending of the curve and we can start seeing, you know, signs of, of, significant progress the residential and commercial construction industries is is about to go back to work you know your your golf courses and you know things of this nature they're starting to open back up you know it's a process it's not going to happen overnight it's not going to happen as quickly as everything got shut down You got to be patient. Have some compassion for other people. Have some respect for yourself. Because I guarantee you, if you are a person that is going to a store, a pharmacy, things of this nature, and you are not wearing something over your face, more often than not, you are you are being looked at as a disrespectful piece of garbage. Because that's how I'm looking at you. Just my opinion. You're putting my life at risk by not taking a step to try to help pre- prevent this thing. No, I don't like. I don't like having to wear masks going into a store. It's very uncomfortable. It's inconvenient. I get it. But it, you know what? It's a small price to pay if it means that you know it helps curb the spread of the coronavirus it's worth it to me because i actually care about other people maybe maybe i'm the crazy one i don't think i am clearly that's not the case when i see the majority of the people who are taking those steps I doubt that they're they're excited about having to cover their face going in, in to buy a you know a gallon of milk and a carton of eggs. But it is what it is. At some point or another, people need to start realizing that the whole world does not revolve around them. There's a lot of people in this world. And uh I wish people would just take a moment or two and actually apply some logic, apply common sense. Common sense 
is really the bottom line. But, you know, as the old saying goes, you, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. So, you know, apparently, you know, that's, that's the kind of mentality that we're dealing with. And, um, you know, again, that's just the way, the way I, I, I look at things. But in my opinion, the longer you have these protests, the longer you have these groups of people who are just for their, they're defying the stay at home order just for the sake of defying it because it makes them feel like they're, they're something important at this point to me. There's nothing more important than the value of human life. And uh, it's, it's just a shame that more people do not adopt that that philosophy. But with that, we are going to take a break and be right back with more Claws to the Heart podcast here on Anchor.fm. All right, we are going to take a quick time out here for me to tell you about my friend Jeff Simmons and his new podcast that is also being offered through Anchor.fm. If you are a wrestling fan specifically of old school as well as as today's product, I encourage you to check out Vacant Championship Wrestling Podcast by my friend Jeff Simmons. Jeff goes into detail every week on his shows reviewing AEW and uh, the various brands of WWE, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, as well as diving into older topics of conversation from the golden era of professional wrestling or the Attitude Era. But whether you're a fan of today's product or the old school, check out Jeff Simmons' Vacant Championship Wrestling Podcast exclusively on Anchor.fm. As we uh, near the finish line for this episode of this week's podcast, or this episode, um, this will probably go up as a bonus show this week. A <clears throat> um, couple of things I wanted wanted to address in terms of some frequent messages that I have gotten over the last few weeks. Um, a lot of it revolves around you know, the, the, the wrestling schedule and what the plans are going forward for the Michigan wrestling organization. Um, you know, if you are not an MWO fan, you're not a wrestling fan. Um, the next few minutes probably are not going to be of any interest to you, you know, full disclosure, but, um, you know, the question has been, and and I've, I've gotten a few of these, you know, when, is a tentative timetable of when the MWO is going to be, you know, back doing live events. Um, you know, obviously when we had to uh, cancel WrestleRama 26 being at the uh, the start of May in, in Holly, um, that we only had one other, book, you know, booking that was confirmed post WrestleRama and I was kind of waiting to see what was going to happen in terms of you know the stay at home order that's been incorporated with 
the coronavirus pandemic. And uh, last week, unfortunately, we got the official confirmation that that event, which was was originally scheduled as Slamathon at in uh, Fremont, Indiana, during the Fremont Music Festival. Um, that event has has also been been canceled because of the health concerns and, and you know justifiably so you know I was obviously very disappointed in um, you know that that event had to be canceled. We were very much looking forward to returning to Fremont. Um, I have a very good uh, personal re- relationship with Drew Cuspert. I'm actually having. Um, him and his wife Amber um, on um, the next YouTube episode. Uh, we're actually going to be taping that here l- later um, this afternoon. But um, uh, you know, we were very disappointed that that event had had to be had to be canceled. But you know, I get it. I understand. Now, um, going forward, the the short answer is is I don't know. I don't know. Um, when we will be able to do another live event, you know, for a couple of reasons. Obviously, um, we are paying, you know, we have to pay close attention to what is being mandated by our government in terms of, you know, large gatherings, you know, gatherings, you know, sporting events, live events, you know, things of this nature that obviously is at the forefront, you know, um, if it's still a thing to where we can't have a lot of people in one area, I, you know, we have to abide by those rules. Um, secondly, you know, as of right now, and I, and I've mentioned this before, um, I, at this point, I just have, I, you know, I'm still pretty much reeling from the passing of my brother and and the thought of doing a live event without him um it it just doesn't sit well with me right now you know it, the thought of it just breaks my heart because he was such a such a polarizing figure at 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 MWO events you know what you saw in the show in the ring you know, met, you know, multiply that by a hundred thousand, and that's the kind of presence that Jeff had backstage. And uh, you know, the thought of the very thought of m- moving forward hurts. So, kind of where we are there. Another funny question that I had gotten. Um, I found it funny because. <laughs> just of the, because of the nature of it, um, was if I was going to release the video footage of, uh, the song that I had sang when I did the live stage show in Frankenmuth in January. Um, again, the short answer to that is, um, no, I will not, I will not put that up, uh, just because, um, you know, it was one of those things that I wanted. I'd never done anything like that before, and um, certainly not on on the, on that level. You know, singing in the shower is one thing, but you know, doing it on stage in front of 
an audience is something totally different. And uh, come to find out, uh, I do not have a good singing voice. So um, those who were in attendance on on that day, um, they have it in their mind. Hopefully, hopefully they were able to get it out of their memory bank because. You know, yeah, I did it. It was something that uh, I can I can cross off the bucket list, uh, you know, and t- you know, so to speak. But uh, it's certainly not something that I feel is um, um, I. It's just not good enough to be put up, you know, I in a public forum, you know, like YouTube or any kind of um, social media. So no, that that will not probably ever be be unearthed um so uh what i do want wanted to tell you here uh, as we wrap up th- this episode uh, a couple of things we have uh in the works uh the next episode of the Klaus to the heart podcast um full disclosure um is going to be wrestling related we are going to tackle another chapter in the history of the mwo Uh, i'm actually going to tackle 1999 and going into the change of direction the the infamous change of direction in 2000 and uh in in that time frame i'm going to do a deep dive into um what is legitimately you know thought of as one of if not the biggest swerve in MWO history and my brother was at, was at the center of it <laughs> and uh um it's a topic that um a lot of the MWO roster have heard about um but we're going to do a deep dive and and go into detail as to how the Blue Bombers scandal of WrestleRama Five um, came to be, and uh, you know the story of Jeff going into business for himself on, on that day. Um, so that's coming up on the next episode of the Klaus to the Heart podcast over on our YouTube channel. Um, if you haven't done so already. Um, and I, I don't like doing things like this because I don't want it to sound like I'm begging people for for support. That certainly is not the case. But I, I'm trying to get my subscription numbers up. And if I reach a certain number of, of subscriptions, I get a more, um, an easier domain name uh, for the Klaus to the Heart channel. Um, because right now it's if you try to go to youtube.com slash close to the heart it doesn't register it's got i haven't reached that level yet so if you haven't done so already would you do me the favor of going over to my youtube channel and hit the subscribe button and uh, you will get notifications when uh, new episodes premiere um through that outlet that's of that's a video-based program um a few weeks ago before everything happened um in you know for me personally with the passing of my brother uh Jason Cloyd and I had filmed a pilot type of episode to see because uh, I'm going to have Jason on as my co-host and we've actually taped a pilot and um 
just to kind of get our timing down, our feedback, bouncing off one another. Uh, but that's like 30 years of friendship right there. And that dude, um, you know, he brings a unique per- perspective to life. And I and I, I think he's going to be very entertaining in, in, in terms of his experiences and tackling the different topics that, that we're going to talk about over on YouTube. Uh, but the next episode will be a conversation that I'm actually going to be recording later today um, with Drew and Amber Cuspert. Um Just something, just a couple of fantastic people. And uh, Drew is, he is such a joy to talk to. And um, I'm very much looking forward to uh to recording that episode and getting it up on on youtube early next week hopefully monday i can have that up so uh we do have some uh future episodes in the works and um again uh you heard the 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 promo earlier in the program uh you know wrestling fans uh, check out my friend Jeff Simmons and his Vacant Championship Wrestling podcast. It's also available through Anchor.fm and is a vi- and is also available on Spotify. Uh, so check it out, Vacant Championship Wrestling. Um, with that, uh, I, I certainly appreciate you taking time out of your day to uh, give this show a listen. And uh, if again, if you haven't done so. I would certainly appreciate you heading over to YouTube and subscribing to the Klaus to the Heart channel on YouTube. So with that, thank you so much for your time. Take care of yourselves and and each other. I am Jason Klaus, and this has been the Klaus to the Heart podcast powered by Anchor.fm.